This is Authors Alcove, where writers learn from writers. Readers get the inside scoop, and everyone learns something. An episode comes out every Wednesday, where writers share their latest work. Every other Tuesday, where us writers get taught by such experts as editors, book cover artists, and marketing execs, and beyond. So grab a cup of coffee, and let's dive into our next book. Hi, welcome to Authors Alcove. I am your host, Agnes Wolf. Today, I have the podcast matchmaker, award-winning podcast publicist, Michelle Glokovat on. She is the founder of the MLG Collective, which you can find at mlgcollective.com. And her debut novel, How to Get on Podcast, Cultivate Your Following, Strengthen Your Message, and Grow as a Thought Leader through podcast guesting will be released on, or actually by the time this comes out, will have already been released on January 17th, 2024. She also has her own podcast called My Simplified Life, and she will share with us how authors can utilize podcast interviews to grow their author brand and sell more books, what topics authors should pitch when asked to be on a podcast, hint, it's not the book, and what goes into a media kit, among other things. Thank you so much for being on, Rochelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Do you mind just sharing just a little bit about yourself and your background and what caused you to write this particular book? Yes. So my background was not in podcasts. Uh, for 18 years, I sold jet fuel to corporate flight departments. And I was laid off in 2018. I had two young, tiny humans at home, and I wanted to find something that I could do that would financially benefit the household, allow me to stay at home with my kids, but ultimately feel like I'm making a difference in the world for them to grow up in. And that's when I discovered podcasts. I had no idea how to listen to one before then. And then I found the purple button and I started listening to my first podcast. A life and business coach said, we all have a purpose and a passion. And I was like, yeah, I'm on this journey to figure that out. I don't know what it is. And she ultimately came to me and said, you keep promoting my stuff. You obviously like my content. Do you want to pitch me to be on podcasts? And I was like, this is amazing. I didn't know this was a thing. And I dove headfirst into everything there is for the podcast industry. I learned how to produce shows and I was working on hers and, you know, how do you repurpose them and promote them? But I fell in love with the pitching part. And it really came down to the ability to share stories of others that inspire, educate, and motivate the listeners. The fact that listening to a podcast is free, you can be entertained, you can learn something, any kind of topic that you want, there's a podcast on it. And so that's what I, I really love. I feel that podcasts are a way to change the world one voice at a time. And in doing that, I've always loved reading. Ever since I was a kid, I had all the babysitter club, you know, book sets. And I always thought, oh, to be an author would be amazing. And I ended up interviewing a book coach on my show. And I said, I want to write a book, but I don't know where to start, what to write on. And she said, well, your first book should be on what you know and what you're known for. And so by then it was obvious that I had to write something about podcast guesting, podcast interviews. There's no standards or rhyme or reason really in the industry. 
And so my hope is that not only does pitching become more accessible to everybody because we all have a story that needs to be shared, but that there also are now some standards around how you pitch yourself, how you repurpose your interviews and, and all of that so that we do have a standard and copy and paste is not acceptable. And, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall is not acceptable, that there is something thoughtful that goes into every pitch that goes out there. I'm actually very interested what you have to say about this, because I know I'll probably learn some things about being a podcast host just by listening to you. But in your title, you say grow as a thought leader. And I know thought leader is kind of a buzzword right now. But right. what do you mean by thought leader? We all have something unique about us. And whether that is your opinions, whether it's the story that you have from your business, your career, your personal journey, there's something in there that you made decisions along the way that brought you to where you are. And that's what people want to hear. So you can show up to an interview, share your story, share your thoughts around any kind of topic. And then you're looked upon as that thought leader in whatever industry it is, whatever background you have. And, you know, I found this for myself is I was on social media, I was posting, you know, quotes from Oprah and, you know, she's so inspirational and listen to this or, you know, Michelle Obama, I had all of these female leaders that I was quoting as my inspiration. And then as I did podcast interviews and I looked at transcripts and I was pulling my own quotes, I went, oh you know what, this isn't bad. Like these are pretty good quotes that I'm, you know, putting out there and it's the truth and it's, you know, what I do. And so I started quoting myself. And I think as you do more podcasts, that also gives you the ability to pull those quotes and to put them out there as a way to promote yourself as a thought leader without making it feel like a oh, slimy salesman, you know, look at me type of thing, because it's simply a way of thanking the host of thanks for having me on your show. Thank you for extending the trust that your listeners have to me. And now I'm going to thank you by telling everyone that follows me that I was on your show. And at the same time, you're using your own quote, which makes you now the thought leader because people are going to share that. And it's just a big trickle effect. I like that idea. So in your little blurb on your book, you had mentioned that there are more than 2 million podcasts out of which 500,000 have host expert guests. I have two and they both have host expert guests. So there are many podcasts we could reach out to. So how can authors use those podcast interviews to grow their own author brand and sell more books? As a reader, we all want to get to know you the author. You, we want to hear about your upcoming book, yes, but we also don't want the spoilers. We want to get to know you on a personal level. What are your writing rituals? What brought you to write the book that you did? How did you come up with the characters? One of my favorite questions is around asking authors, what in your personal life is actually in the book that you're willing to share? Because that's fascinating. I interviewed Genevieve Wheeler, wrote Adelaide, and she told me that every tattoo that Adelaide in the book has are actual tattoos that she has. And you wouldn't know that just by reading the book because she doesn't mention it. It's not in her bio, 
But getting to interview the author, you get these personal details that you wouldn't otherwise. And so we get to know the author. So the topics that you pitch shouldn't just be around your book. Yes, you know, the plot and how you write and stuff. But what was your journey to becoming an author? Is this your first book? Do you have a side hustle or a full-time job? How are you putting all of these things together that are also allowing you to put out a book right now? So letting us know these details about you, the person, is really what connects you to listeners and ultimately readers, because if they fall in love with you as the person, they're going to want to buy your book. This kind of brings us into the next one, but what type of topics should authors pitch then to podcast hosts? Because you said it's not the book. Yes. You can have a topic of the book. I always, for authors, include something around the book, but we, I have in my book um, the entire framework of the different types of topics, your personal story. What has your life looked like in general? You all have a story. We've all overcome something along the way. And if you're willing to share that, then that should be something that you're, you will put as a topic. Your business or career journey. Do you have a business? Is it related to your writing? Is it something completely different? That's also interesting to tie the two together if they are different. I've interviewed attorneys who are now authors. How do you do the same thing? And yet we're talking about a novel that it's a women's lit fiction book. That's very different from being a litigator. So hearing those types of stories, you know, what is relatable to your characters? Is there something that goes on in the news right now that can relate to your book or your story, timely and relevant topics. How did you come up with the plot, the setting? If you're an author, there are plenty of literary podcasts out there, as you know. Uh, you can promote yourself to that, but are you in a transition where it's midlife? There's midlife podcasts. There's podcasts for women. There's podcasts for finance. There's all kinds of different podcasts. So identifying who your ideal reader is, is going to help you identify who your ideal listener is. And those are the types of topics that you should be creating. Something that's going to reach those people who want to listen to you, get to know you and buy your book. I like that you had talked about, you don't just have to be on the literary ones. Like myself, I also have this literary one, but I also have another one that's called Strength, Love and Healing. And depending on how people pitch to me, is depends on how I decide. And sometimes I ask them, are you willing to be on both? And then they love being on both because you will say, you wrote this book because I was helping my, my son with um, his anxiety. And I'm mm -hmm. like, Hey, would you like to be on this one as well as this one? Yes, definitely. And my strength, love and healing, I do not have as many people that are on that one. So you get, so you get the exposure much quicker. Whereas with my book one, I have so many people in the queue and if they tell me a certain pitch, I'm more apt to reach out, say, hey, um, do you have any availability during this time? Whereas if they don't give me any of those pitches where they're just like, this is my book, if I can't come up with something right away, it's like, okay, I'm just going to skim through, see who's the next best fit. So I like that you had talked about the pitch. And it shouldn't be up to you, the host to come up with the topic. The person pitching you is the one who should be coming up with, hey, this is the topic. And by the way, I've looked through all of your episodes. You haven't covered this topic. This is why I should be talking on the topic and why I'm the expert on it. And here's what I'm going to bring as value to your audience. That's really what goes into a great pitch. Uh, just 
putting your book out there, it's just not going to do it. <laughs> like when I first started, I took everybody, but now I have so many, I have to choose. And I choose by, as awful as this may sound, as the easiest person to put on. So if somebody says, hey, can you ask me these particular questions? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because, you know, it's like, it's prepared for me. You know, there's less prep time. You know, I, I know where the conversation's going to go and it just goes a lot easier. And so I'm more apt to put them on. So I like that you had said that it's not just the book. So when should authors start pitching themselves? I like to always say that a book sale is a book sale, no matter when it happens. So don't, if you're listening and your book came out a year ago, five years ago, don't feel that you can't pitch yourself now. You can always pitch yourself to get another book sale because who knows if you're writing another book, what else is coming in the future? This is building your brand. If you have a book that is launching, then I say start three to four months before it launches because it takes a lot of time to research podcasts, to pitch the podcast, to follow up on the podcast, and then you're booking them and we don't know when a calendar opening is going to be available. So it could be that next week you're recording, but then it doesn't come out for another two months. Or it could be that you can't record for six months and then it's another month before it comes out. So there's no rhyme or reason when a calendar is going to open, what the host is up to, because most hosts, this is their part-time job. It is a side thing. No host is really pining away, sitting there waiting for your pitch and then you know, putting out episodes so quickly. So these are all things to keep in mind as you pitch, as you follow up. And the timing, you know, give them time because also a lot of uh, podcast hosts will want to see your book. They will want to read it. I know that that's the case for me. If I have an author on my show, it's the same as if I am bringing on an author as a client. I read the book cover to cover because I want to know what's in it. I want to know that I can communicate and have a conversation with you on exactly what's in the book, what piqued my interest, what questions do I have? So make sure that you give ample time for the podcast host to do all of these things. I know for myself, this just to give perspective on what you just said is, so it's December 12th, real time for us. Mm -hmm. And my first available was actually January 22nd, which is why this one is published today, you guys. But with my books, I am scheduling out into March and it's there December 12th. <laughs> I strength, love and healing it then. So that just kind of gives perspective on what a podcaster might be recording and how long it might take before it comes out. What goes into a media kit? I do two different ones. So if I have a retainer client who is not an author, they get a one page media kit. For author clients, I do something more extended that's five to six pages. And the first page is always the same. It has your name, your headshot, your bio, your speaking topics, place where I put where you're previously been interviewed or featured. And for that, I use either a logo or cover art of podcasts and your website. And all of it is hyperlinked. I use Canva because I, it's so easy. I love it. Uh, and I take all of the branding information from an, a client of what is your font that you use? What colors do you use? So that way it looks like it came right off your website. You want everything to match in your brand. And your bio is going to be the big bio. That's not going to be what you put in your pitch. The pitch is going to be like a two or three sentence highlight of yourself, but you can put the big bio in the media kit. You should have your headshot, put the cover of your book, you know, in a small icon there. And then the following pages have your, just a page on your bio, a page on your book. What's the synopsis? What's the ISBN numbers? How many pages is it? Where can people buy it? I do a page on the blurbs you've received, uh, the endorsements, praises, uh, so that people can see that 
others are reading it, it's coming, you know, all of the good details that there are. If you've had other books you've written, then that gets included in a page as well with hyperlinks. You want to make it as easy as possible for the host to not have to leave your pitch or your media kit to go Google you. If you give the host homework, then they're not going to say yes. They probably will be Googling you afterwards anyway, but all of the relevant information should be right there in your pitch, in your media kit, so they don't have to go looking for it. Awesome. How do you find podcasts to pitch and what kind should they look for? I know you had mentioned you don't need to just look for literary ones like Authors Alcove. You can look for other ones as well. So I use Podchaser. I have a subscription, but they have a free version. Uh, it's just a website where you can search podcasts. I also will use Apple Podcasts. You start looking up a word or look up Authors Alcove and scroll to the bottom. And there's a whole section on other podcasts you might like. And you can then go down the rabbit hole because once you find one, another one pops up and you go click on that one and then you scroll some more and another one pops up. So it's a great resource. I also love using Instagram. Take um, a search uh, around the hashtags. You know, if you're looking for literary podcasts, search literary podcasts under the hashtags and go look at those. But you want to make sure that the podcast is still recording. It's still producing episodes. So if nothing has come out in the last 30 days, then chances are they're either on hiatus or they just have quit. We've seen a lot that don't keep up because it takes a lot of work and consistency to produce a podcast. So if they haven't done something in the last 30 days, then probably they're done. And then make sure that they take guests, scroll through the episodes and see that they have another human being on the show, that they're not solo episodes. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to waste their time and yours. So now I just want to talk a little bit about your website. So you have a few freebies. And I noticed that one was how to repurpose your podcast interviews and simplified podcast pitching. Would you like to just share a couple of those? And maybe also let's emphasize the repurposing your podcast. I'm curious about how you repurpose your podcast. So repurposing is really taking the full episode interviews and chunking them down into greater marketing content. It's also the way I feel you say thank you to a host for having you on their show. Because oftentimes I will see someone post in their Instagram stories for 24 hours that you were on the show and that is it. That is not okay. It is lazy. And it is really not a way of saying thank you. It is for a minute, but then you need to do more. So repurposing your interviews, it's also going to build your author brand. It's going to let people know that you're out there and it's a way of self-promoting without making it feel like you're promoting yourself because you truly are saying thank you to the podcast host. So for everyone who doesn't like to promote themselves and say, look at me, look at me, don't think of it that way. Think of it as a way of saying thank you. You can create all kinds of templates in Canva for the interviews that you've done. There should be a post about that you've been on the show. So you can drag the cover art into it. You can put your headshot, the title of the episode and you know what episode number it was. You can then pull a transcript from the interviews and then pull out your quotes and create a quote graphic out of it and promote that. And chances are there's gonna be many quotes in one single interview that you can use. So there's a bunch of different posts that you can create. You should be creating a, a blog post about it, which is similar to show notes. You know, what were the topics that you covered? Put in your graphics there as well. Ask for the embed 
player code from the host. The host will know what this is. It is the player that is on their website for the show notes, and it will allow a website visitor to listen to your interview directly on your website while still giving the host the download. So it's a win-win for both of you. I love Pinterest still. So use Pinterest, pin something that goes back to your show notes, your blog post that you just did. You should be posting on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or X, threads, all of these places, simply post exactly what you're doing. You can just change the size of the graphic to fit the platform. And now you have all of these different ways that you have been interviewed and it's now content as well as putting it on your media page. Make sure you have a media page, not just the blog posts of where you've been. And it's very simple if you just put in the cover art, the title and hyperlink it. And now people have seen where you've been. So it's a, a great way to say thank you. It's evergreen content. It's going to live there forever. And you also have other freebies. What are some of the other freebies that are on your website that people can uh, take? There's so many, right? <laughs> yeah. To, to how to simplify your pitch, you know, what goes into the pitch, how to show up as a great guest. How do you show up? You should have your microphone and, and look at the tech and, you know, is it on Zoom? Do you need to install the updates? Because I can tell you yesterday I had a Zoom interview. It was fine. I logged off, went on for the next one and had in, to install updates. So you come timely. Don't come late. Show up on time. Uh, are you camera ready? Do you know if the camera is going to be on? So all of these different ways to prepare to, you know, look up your host. Who are they? Who are you talking to? Don't just show up and you're like, wait, what's your name? What are we talking about today? These are all of the things that you should be prepared and that are all on my website to, to download. Just simple guides, but they're pretty content heavy because I feel that if I give away as much as I can, then working with me, you're going to see that I give away even more. So that that's my whole point is I want to give away as much knowledge as I can to help everyone be able to do this. Yes. Thank you very much on that. So I know that you have your own podcast, which is where a lot of your knowledge comes from. Do you mind just sharing where we can listen to it and what is it all about? Yes. My podcast is My Simplified Life. It is on all of the podcast listening platforms. And it started as a way for me to kind of share my voice, my opinions, and have somewhere for my children to listen to it at some point in time when they're old enough. They're seven and eight now. So they have listened a little bit. They've actually participated a little bit too. But I also interview authors, other business people, and it's all about how your past and your present don't define your future and that it's up to you. So everybody's had a pivot in their life. They've changed, whether it's career, whether they've overcome something. And we talk about how they've done that. What is it they do now? You know, if I interview an author, we do talk a little about the book, but we talk about how did you become a writer? I want to know what point did you say, okay, I'm going to write something and this is how I did it. So it's all about you being able to take charge today to do what you want in your life and create the future that you want. I think I've actually listened to it before. I think because when you said the uh, my simplified life, that sounds familiar. I'm gonna have to look <laughs> at my listening history to see if that is one that I've listened to. I will laugh if it is. That's why I had to ask you so many times is because I'm like, is that? I'm pretty sure I listened to this one. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much for being on here. But I do want to ask you one last question because now you are a published author and you help authors with their own publicity. What is one piece of advice that you would give a 
not yet published author. To start now, whether that is in the writing part or the publicity part, you can start doing podcast interviews and putting yourself out there now to build your brand. And it's not too early because you have a story. And if you're sharing your story, your journey, whatever it is that makes you unique, then you're already building your brand. And it's really good to build that before you have to. So start now before it's a must have, I have to do it and I'm in a time crunch type of thing. Put yourself out there, get comfortable with it and just start doing it. Great advice. Thank you very much. And again, thank you so much for all of your wisdom. I really appreciate everything that you shared with us. Thank you for your time as well. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Authors Alcove. We will be back next week on Wednesday where we will have a writer share yet another piece of work. Also, every other Tuesday, we do learn from experts such as editors, marketing execs, book cover artists, illustrators, and more. If you are interested in being a guest on our show, feel free to go to authorsalcove.com, go to the podcast tab, and then click on Be a Guest. If you're looking for a healed heart, hop on over to our sister podcast, Strength, Love, and Healing with Authors Alcove. You can find that on Spotify and the Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day.